Money makes the world go round. As a licensed financial advisor, I can tell you it's true. Because of that, so much of who we are is linked to money. Our fears, our goals, our mindsets, and yes, our personal stories. That's what this podcast is all about. Me and some friends of mine sharing the origins and ongoing chapters of our money stories. Hey everybody, Patrick Kota, Freedom 55 uh, Financial Canada Life, here with another money story. There's a line in the movie The Dark Knight where the Joker makes reference to himself as a dog chasing cars and that he wouldn't know what to do if he caught one. More and more, every single day, I meet dogs chasing cars with no plans for when they actually catch one. And I'm going to tell you a couple of stories today to kind of demonstrate exactly what I mean. You have to stop chasing cars. <laughs> Too many of you are chasing cars with no plans for what to do when you catch one. So the first story is about a client of mine that I had, uh, I had met with and everything up until this meeting had gone really, really well. We had talked about um, his budget. We had talked about the needs, the things he was looking for. And it was very clear that one of the things he wanted to do was make sure that he had some insurance for protection against uh, a couple of different things, but I won't go into detail. Point is, he was right there with me, right up until the moment that we actually had to apply for the policy. The moment that we actually started talking about making this a reality, he got cold feet and he backpedaled and he gave a bunch of different excuses. Honestly, this is something I'm used to. This happens a lot. So why does it happen? Well, one of the big reasons is because insurance isn't all that sexy. I love insurance. I think it's one of the most important things a person can purchase, but let's be honest, it's really hard to market. <laughs> and by that, I mean, our whole lives were taught the idea of buy now, no money down, put it on credit, pay it back later. Um, get it now, pay it later. That's what we've been taught our entire lives. So for somebody to come up and say, hey, have I got a deal for you? Uh, you're going to give me some money right now. And in return, this is going to protect you for some time in the future, possibly even after you're dead. Not exactly an easy sell. Not exactly the sexiest product out there, right? We have to have a discipline mentality. And we have to have the discipline necessary to think about gratification in terms of later on, not today. And that's difficult. I understand that's really difficult because the whole concept of commerce is based on this idea of I give you money right now, you give me something in return. And the truth of the matter is you are getting something in return. When you think of a, a, an insurance policy or protection plan or uh, an investment, something like that, you are getting something in return but it's not tangible. It's not something you can see right away. You can't look in your bank account and see a million dollars from a life insurance payout that you'll probably never see or a critical illness policy that you, you know, you may not see until something bad happens to you. And even when it does happen to you, it's hard to appreciate because your mind is pretty focused on other things. So I understand that looking at 
something like a life insurance policy or uh, a financial investment may not seem like a lot of fun or may not seem like the most attractive thing to buy because, you know, you feel like maybe you're wasting your money. You feel like you're just throwing your money into a pit. Now, that's not true, of course. And even those people, and I know this because I've met them, even though there's people out there that will look at this and say, I know what I'm getting. I know how important this is, but I'm still not going to do it because I'm not going to get anything back immediately. If you find yourself in that mindset, you have to break yourself of it right now because I promise you that to achieve financial freedom, to achieve financial success, you have to be able to put away this instant gratification mindset that we have all been uh, growing up with and, and staying with over time. Now, the second story I want to tell you about also has to do with the idea of time and your finances. A friend of mine told me some really fantastic news. Uh, they told me that they found out that they were getting a $2,000 refund on their taxes. I was ecstatic for them. Uh, obviously, I'm happy for anybody who ends up getting a little bit of money back, especially from the government. That's a good thing. <laughs> and um, I asked him what he was going to do with his money. And he told me something really fantastic. He said that he was going to put this money towards his debt snowball. Some of you may have heard me talk about the debt snowball in the past. Essentially, it's a strategy that we use in order to pay off your debts, uh, smallest to largest, in a way that makes an avalanche effect or a snowball effect where the ball of snow continues to roll down the hill and get bigger and bigger and bigger in the same way that you can contribute larger and larger and larger amounts of money to said debt. This was a strategy that he had wanted to try for a while and was finally getting an opportunity to do so. He came into a little bit of extra cash and he could have used that money for anything, even something practical. He could have used it for an emergency fund. He could have used it uh, to, to put away somewhere and save. And there's practical reasons for doing that, which I understand. But instead, what he did was he put it towards his goal. He kept his eye on the prize and said, you know what, I am gonna show discipline and I'm gonna put this money towards my debt. And it was gone in an instant, but still, he should have been proud of what he did. I was really proud of him, but he wasn't. There's a lesson to be learned here. He was disappointed that he couldn't put away more or that he still had such a long way to go. But I had to explain that $2,000 is $2,000 closer to where he wants to be. And he should be happy about this. His lesson that he needed to learn was to celebrate his victories because it will keep him motivated when time is passing by and those moments drag on and feel like they're taking forever. For a lot of us, having a windfall of a couple thousand dollars is a huge jump in what we're able to put towards our goals, whether that be debt repayment or an emergency fund or a goal that we have of going on a vacation or buying a house or a new car or financial security, whatever it may be, having a huge jump like that is something to be celebrated. Heck, putting money on those plans every month is something to be celebrated. And we have to learn to celebrate those small victories because it will help us with our motivation in staying the course. Financial planning is not 
complicated, but it can be difficult if you do not have patience. Patience is a huge part of a financial plan. That is why the every TV sitcom has a character that has a, a get-rich-quick scheme, because they're designed to fail. They don't exist. Get-rich-quick does not exist. Get-rich does, but you got to be willing to put in the work to do it. And a lot of people don't like hearing that, but it's true. So coming up with a way to celebrate your small victories is a great way to keep you on track. And I'm going to talk about one other person, uh, another story, um, and it's me. I'm going to tell you a little bit, a little story about myself. We often hear gurus talking about living in the moment. And a lot of people most probably think that this is a way to cope with the stress of everyday life, which is not untrue. But honestly, it also is a really great financial strategy. Because if you have a goal that's going to take you a bit longer to get where you want to be, um, you really benefit from being able to focus in the moment. And the reason I want to tell you my story with this is because I found myself, when I was a young man, living in my first apartment. And it was a bachelor pad, no bedroom, didn't have my own bedroom. I had a small, dingy bathroom. Uh, I had a, a kitchen that I could barely turn around in, no closet, did not have a closet for my clothes. I had to go buy one of those racks that you get um, where you just throw your clothes on it and, and kind of display it out for everybody. I had no internet, I had no cell phone, I just had a television, a futon, uh, my essentials, and a couple of DVDs to my name. No car, no, nothing extravagant. And to this day, it's still one of the happiest times of my life. So I want you to kind of think about that for a minute. How could I possibly have been happy without all of the things that today we survive on. The truth of the matter was I had become enamored and um, I don't want to say obsessed with, but I, I definitely had become um, infatuated with this idea of being on my own and paying my own bills and every month looking at my bank account and seeing I had money left over that I was free to use because I had lived beneath my means and I had made a decision to stay disciplined. Could I have gotten myself internet? Yes, I could have. Could I have bought myself um, a cell phone? Yeah, I could have done that, um, but I didn't. I learned to live without it. And this is one of the biggest key components when it comes to having success in a financial world. Sometimes we're not going to be given the opportunity to put ourselves in a surplus. Some of us are going to have a more difficult time getting where we need to go. That's just the truth of the matter. Some people are given money and some people have to work for money. And some of us have to be smarter about how we get our money. And in a situation like I was in, I was happy to earn my money by being smarter. I didn't kill myself working 80 hours a week. I didn't need to. I could survive on what I had and be happy with what was left over. 
And that is really the key. Finding happiness in the simple joys in your life. So there's a couple of stories that I hope make sense and I hope resonate with you in regards to the idea of having discipline in your financial plan. Be disciplined enough to make a choice that pays off later instead of right now. Celebrate every victory that you get, no matter how small, and live in the moment and find joy in your every day. These are the things that will help you get your financial plan where it needs to be. Now, if you enjoyed the episode, I'd really like you to give this a reaction. Give the video a reaction, a like or a love. If you didn't like it, that's fine. You can leave a reaction that you didn't like it too. But if you really liked it, I want you to share it across your own social media. And if you're up for it, I have a challenge for you as well. Comment on this video with something in your life that you enjoy that costs you no money, right? Something that helps you pass the time, brings you joy, doesn't cost you a dime. If you're ready to start making the smart choice to take better care of your tomorrow self today, take it a step further message me to book an appointment or you can visit my website for budgetblueprints.com that's the number four budgetblueprints.com to get your free video on the foundation of financial planning thanks for watching and listening i wish you the best of luck on your financial journey follow my ongoing money story on social media at patrick conta advisor thanks for listening